Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. Welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, February 8th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Today, we're just breaking down two because they're so big. We've got Donald Trump's impeachment trial starting, and the work is beginning when it comes to Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion American rescue plan. Jake, let's start with this impeachment trial. We've been talking about how it's a lot of show, not a lot of substance. We don't expect a lot of uh, things that you know are going to all ultimately change the outcome, but it is still important that we actually focus on it. Yeah, I mean, I kind of think this to be a video game, Anna. I know I'm not supposed to say that probably, but I think that the the, the impeachment trial is a lot of movement. Uh, sorry, a lot of motion without a lot of movement, right? We don't think that there's going to be any surprise here. Um, we've seen the vast majority of Republicans vote to say that this trial is unconstitutional. So how do you vote to convict uh, Donald Trump, if you're saying that the the trial itself is unconstitutional, I don't see that to be possible. And I think that we're going to see over the next couple of days, frankly, that um, uh, Democrats are where they are. Republicans are where they are. And that's that. I mean, that's just uh, it's going to be a big TV spectacle. But I don't think it matters in the broad sweep of what's going on in Washington. I just don't. And I can't be convinced otherwise. But I mean, listen, we're going to have to we're going to have to cover it. But I think we're going to cover it in a bit of a different different way. Yeah, let's let's talk about it because I think actually there are some things that are worth watching. You know, yes, it is a TV spectacle. I don't disagree with you there, but this is a time where certainly Democrats, if you look at who the managers of the impeachment trial are, they're going to get a ton of airtime, right? And all of a sudden, a lot of folks that you and I know and interact with are going to potentially become household names. This can be one of those kind of star moments for members. I think the one or two that I'm watching, I'll say Jamie Raskin, the Democrat from Maryland. He's the lead manager. Many people are familiar with him because he's been pretty prevalent on television discussing Donald Trump, but he to me could have a breakout moment, a kind of politician that a lot of Democrats know, but I don't think is a, you know, a household name across the country. Others, you know, obviously Eric Swalwell, the Democrat from California, ran for president uh, in 2020, very ambitious. He's also in leadership and as a close ally to Nancy Pelosi. The third I'm looking at, I do think Joe Negussi, second term Democratic lawmaker from Colorado, member of House leadership, and also is, you know, known kind of in the inner circles as one of the, demo, you know, the lead Democrats in terms of the legal mind. Those are the three Democrats I think people should be watching out for. Yeah, and I think, listen, it's, it's this is a time for a star turn, right? This is a time to show that you have that you have game, so to speak, that you could get out there and, and rise to the moment. The second thing I'm watching, frankly, is is the persuadables, right? I mean, there are Susan Collins, Mitt Romney, Lisa Murkowski, Ben Sass, and Pat Toomey all voted that this trial is constitutional. So that's a start, right? I mean, they, they voted that that uh, this isn't a sham, uh, which, you know, all other Republicans believe it is. And are they going to vote to convict? It doesn't matter, right? Because you need 60, uh, you need 17 Republicans to convict Donald Trump. I don't think unless we're all missing something that's, that, you know, would be a massive surprise. I don't think anybody else would um, will vote with those with Collins, Murkowski, Romney, Sass and Toomey. 
but are they gonna d- gonna uh, buck their party? And it's it's difficult for somebody like Lisa Murkowski, who's up for re-election this year or in twenty twenty two in Alaska. Ben Sass just won re-election, so he doesn't have a problem. Pat Toomey's not running for re-election. Mitt Romney has won; he's not in cycle. Susan Collins just won. So these are people who are not immediately in front of the voters. All right. And the third thing that we are watching is speed. I think this is really critical here for both Republicans and Democrats. As much as this is something they have to do, neither side would and rarely this alliance. I feel like in legislation, oftentimes you have one party that wants to move fast, one party that wants to move slower. Neither side really wants this to go on for quite a while. You've got Democrats with a new president. They're trying to confirm their cabinet. They're trying to get their COVID relief plan in action. They want to move towards the next you know, agenda item. And Republicans are not necessarily interested in syncing up uh, and spending a ton of time on Donald Trump. Most Senate Republicans would say, I think that they are more than ready to move on from the Donald Trump era. So to me, this is going to be one of the things of how quickly this moves. Yeah, I I think as you said, both both sides have this incentive to move this to have this move quickly, um, and uh, that can manifest itself in many ways. They people could not ask questions; they could ask fewer questions. They could just move through the trial much quicker than they did. Uh, their speeches could be could be shorter. Um, I think those are all uh, those are all very um, uh, politically astute moves, and I think again, both sides have that incentive. All right, the number two story that is going to dominate this week, Joe Biden's $1.9 trillion American rescue plan. A lot has been made about this is no longer a bipartisan effort. This is a Democratic effort. Jake, walk us through kind of the process, because oftentimes, you know, that's what gets skipped over. But that's actually where the meat and the guts of this plan is going to happen. Yeah, so the every House committee, nine House committees, not every House committee, but nine House committees are going to be taking up pieces of the American Rescue Plan this week. And uh, when these these bills go to committee, you really see how they come together and what people have disagreements over and what Republicans are pushing for. And it's just an important moment. And I, I don't think we could uh, overemphasize the politics here, right? I think this is a major, major moment for Joe Biden's agenda. And if it gets off track at all, if it slows down at all, if there are any problems at all, Biden's agenda is kind of sidelined. I mean, he really has to get a big victory today, uh, uh, early on in this presidency. He has to get this through. He has set March 14th as a deadline. Nancy Pelosi has said she wants to send this bill to the Senate by the end of the month. She said she's she's given different timelines. She said the last couple of weeks. But listen, I mean, there's no question the country is really um, uh, struggling under COVID, right? There's there's no one will doubt that um, and and needs legislation, needs uh, an update on vaccine money, an update on PPP money, perhaps. So there's just there's a big need politically and substantively for a bill like this. Yeah. And I think one thing to watch, which is going to be really critical that could actually impact a lot of people is this new effort by uh, Ways and Means Chairman Richie Neal, the Democrat from Massachusetts. He's going to be unveiling a major new child tax credit program as part of his panel's section of the overall COVID relief package. This would provide child tax credits up to $3,000 for a child under 17 or $3,600 for a child under six. I mean, that is no small sum. And I think it's actually one of those rare moments where Republicans and Democrats could align on this, but it's certainly going to be something that could be felt at the real just basic level of families that are struggling right now. 
I think that's right. I think that people are 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 looking for new policies. They're looking for for new social safety net policies. Frankly, when since the country is under such a a um, uh, a huge and and impactful pandemic, and I think that's what Democrats are under pressure here to to provide. Thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and a review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.